Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. My name, of course, is Sunny, and I am here with my co-host, Giant Skyhawk. How are you doing, bud? I am I'm good, actually. Uh, I, I had a long weekend this weekend, so I got an extra day off to uh, to lab stuff out. Had a had sneak peek. Actually, in the camera, if you're watching YouTube, you can see one of my pickups. Uh, it's going to appear reversed because Discord still does not let you flip cameras. Uh, so maybe I'll on my side it, it shows correct. So I, you are correct, but on my side it does not. Uh, I love Discord; it's so good. Um, <laughs> but I uh, so I went to um, actually I'm not going to say the name of the store because I don't know if they're supposed to give this out. Uh, but I went to <laughs> I went to a local OTS for for a sneak peek. Uh, or, sorry, uh, I have to be correct about this premiere event. Uh, <laughs> and I got uh, this Age of Overlord OTS banner that they just were like, hey, who wants it? And I raised my hand as fast as I could. <laughs> I love that for you. I have been wanting one of those forever. Uh, I very specifically really would love to get either Phantom Rage or Power of the Elements. Mm. Those I, are the two that I'm just like, oh. I will keep an eye uh, there are a few Facebook pages where they go up sometimes because eBay they're very okay. expensive, but there are Facebook groups where they go on for cheaper. So I will keep my eyes peeled okay. if those are the two you're looking for because I have seen them before. Yeah, those are those are. I mean, obviously, Tri Brigade and Sword Soul are two of my favorite decks, so I love those. But uh, let's go ahead and thank all of our wonderful sponsors. So of course, we want to take a moment to thank. Of course, I want to thank Steel Fox Games and ETB Games, my locals. Of course, we also want to take a moment to thank Dragon Shield as well as TCG Player. We have affiliate links for both of those down below. And of course, we also want to thank, we have Tier Zero Games as well as Grimoire TCG. Those are our 5% off with code TOPCUT5 at checkout. And then of course, we also want to thank, we have GM Accessories and code TOPCUT PODCAST10, I think is the code. It's in the description down below, but you can use that code for 10% off at checkout. So also we have to, of course, thank all of our wonderful Patreons or patrons. So of course, if you want your name at the end of the episode, you can go ahead and join the $1 and up tier and get that. And if you want the extra episode every week, you can get that in the $5 and up tier. $10 and up tier is supposed to get a live stream, but we like basically have never done it. That said, I just finished building a gaming PC, this which man. is sitting right beside me, and it's very beautiful. I'm very excited about it, but as soon as I get some monitors for it, we're definitely going to do some live streams. He's, so, uh, he's back to Windows. <laughs> I am. Well, actually, I'm, actually I'm, still talk I'm still talking to you on a Mac, but what? Yeah, it theory, doesn't matter. You're on, the, you're on the pathway there. You're on the pathway there. Yeah. And if you're wondering, well, why would you build a computer and not have any monitors? 
there's a very simple and simple <laughs> question to that. They're expensive, and why would I use monitors when I have a 65-inch TV over here that I can hook an HDMI cable up to? Uh, you, you are joking yeah. about that? I will not show it on camera. To my left is like a gigantic, like really old HDTV that I use as my second monitor for work. So it's... it's I mean, it, you do honest, what you do. It's, it's a vi it's, if you're not doing like very high, or like stuff where you need like extremely low latency, it's not a bad solution. Like, and you can get them much cheaper, honestly. Although, notably, Black Friday stuff may be coming up. So if you're, so but also don't break the bank. Yeah, you don't need anything crazy. <laughs> yeah, but I do need to thank all of the people that do support the podcast through yes. using our affiliate links and through our Patreons and things of that sort. That is legitimately, I'm not gonna say exclusively how i paid for it. i had to put a lot of my own money with it but yeah, way more viable a lot of that is from yeah well i mean a lot of it though is from the patreons and things like that supporting the podcast this pc is basically entirely here for content creation i say i built a gaming pc uh, i plan on doing some streaming now and part of the streaming that I want to do is I want to no, I want to play Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel as well as other games but I want to start streaming some live episodes of the podcast at the very least I want to do the once a month streams that we're supposed to do for the $10 patrons True. But, the, uh, I'm excited uh, I think this could be you know like a new chapter in our content creation yeah I'm uh, I'm excited to see you try Master Duel actually because I know this is the thing that you haven't done is you haven't played Master Duel much You've like, you've logged but on yeah, a couple I, I've times, Yeah, I've played right? it, but not much. Yeah. I mean, I've gotten Diamond 1. That was like the first season, right? The very first like, season. Literally the very first? Since. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, it's... I booted into it, like, probably about six months ago. I went, wow. I went, wow, I really hate this, and I haven't played since. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm excited for you but to you know, dive in. <laughs> You know, I I actually downloaded Master Duel. It was one of the first two games that I downloaded onto the new computer. Can you guess what the other game was that I like basically immediately downloaded? Let me think about this. So Master Duel is number two. There, what game was number one? The first game. Here's a hint. Uh, I downloaded Steam and it was in my Steam library. This is, It's going to kill me that I probably don't know the answer to this. It is... Okay, this is the this is not the right answer. Is it The Sims Three? It is not. No, I, I don't know. I you know I've never actually been much of a Sims player. I just I had to it's, shot in the dark. It is Portal Two. Oh, uh, you know, I, so this is uh, funny. Uh, I have not played either of the Portal games. Wow. <laughs> I also I also have never played Minecraft. Like I'm. Is I got. <laughs> I'm so a, I have a gaming PC now. So to... <laughs> That's true. True so and real. You have Steam. I think I think you can get Portal One and Two as a bundle for like fifteen they, bucks. They're maybe, always very less. cheap. Uh, there, I have friends who tell me I have to play it. Shout out to. Uh, shout and they out go to... on like seventy percent sale every Steam yeah, yeah. sale. I think so. I actually have the orange box for PS3. Uh, but I just have never booted it up. Um. <laughs> That's crazy. The orange box was broken. Mm -hmm. Portal 1 is actually very unnecessary to play, and it's very unnecessary to enjoy Portal 2. But if you really must know what happens in Portal 1, it's super easy to look up a video online. Because Portal 1, they literally... And I, I know we're burying the lead, guys. We'll get to Yu-Gi-Oh! in a minute. <laughs> we have a light topic episode anyway. Like, we don't have very much topic to talk about anyway. It's just new cards. Mm -hmm. So, the dev team for Portal made a game called Narbacular Drop. And they were literally a group of college students. They made this game. It was basically a Flash game. In fact, it might have actually been a Flash game. It was called Narbacular Drop. It had the kind of general engine mechanics and designs of what became Portal. Yeah. And they brought it to a, not a conference, but more like a job fair kind of thing for game designers and developers. 
they bring it to this job fair type thing and the the president of valve happens to be there happens to see the game and without leaving or stepping away from their booth hires them all immediately and immediately puts portal into production and over the course of like less than a year of production like six months of production they build portal which was thrown in as a freebie on the orange box and it ended up being the highest grossing of all the games on the orange box when it was literally just like everybody's like oh i guess we'll try that one out too since it's here and then it is i think if i'm not mistaken the estimated play time of the game is somewhere in the neighborhood of like a half an hour maybe an hour the first one i think is pretty short if i recall it's very short yeah it was a team of like six people that built it or eight people and they built it in like five months or less i mean the game was thrown together when you got the I would spark recommend... you got the spark yeah i would really recommend if you want to know what happens just look it up on google i mean it's not like just <laughs> look up a youtube video you can get the breakdown of the whole game in 10 minutes or less but portal 2 is really where the franchise solidified itself as one of the best games of like that 2010-ish era. And if you don't like if hearing don't... us talk about Yu-Gi-Oh! And you do want us to talk more about Portal 2, yeah. you should sign up to the Patreon because we can talk about gaming history. That is true. <laughs> uh, so I guess we'll, you know, yeah, you but wanna... there's a co-op mode on Portal 2 that I would love to play with you. So That sounds like a stream idea. It does actually sound like an amazing stream idea. Pencil it so, in, folks. <laughs> absolutely. As soon as we get monitors, we're going to do that. Or we could do it before I get monitors if you want to do the stream on your side. We could, we'll, we'll talk. We'll <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll work it out. We'll work teaser, it out. Anyway, teaser. So I, let's go ahead and talk first about, uh, let's do OTS back. What do you say? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I do have, um, if I can sneak in a little bit i did have some some stuff yeah, come in the mail real short uh sure just very quickly uh i ordered some megatin stuff i picked up the dinomorphia tin reprints uh so i got a place to a rextrum here they're very beautiful prismatic secrets i also got uh two illusion of chaos get these while they are cheap uh <laughs> they are uh, very good and then uh i also picked up a play set of what was the card you say get them while they're cheap? Uh, Illusion of Chaos. Oh, yeah. Uh, Super cheap. And also, uh, Geek Boy and Fire, because out of Age of Overlord, I will be joining my twin brother in learning how to play Nouvelles. Uh, because uh, Poissonneau de Nouvelles is a very funny card and looks beautiful as a super rare. I was kind of disappointed that it wasn't going to get a quarter century, uh, but honestly, I think super is the perfect rarity. They left, like most of the actual character in the dish not foil but there's a little bit that bleeds into it they 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 were like all right if we're making this a super we're putting good work into the foiling so i am excited for that and you probably are excited for the new super rare uh <laughs> which have you seen have you seen the disturbance strategy combos with this card no so uh tom box mst.tv has a video on his channel that you should all go watch um it's basically it's reincarnation lock so what you do is if you open trap track uh plus your um plus one of your starters you dump protector of the sanctuary with your fusion and then you trap track destroy your own monster to set disturbance strategy you activate the disturbance strategy then you flip you summon uh use the uh, Chimera stuff to summon back Protector of the Sanctuary. Your opponent can no longer draw cards outside of their draw phase. You do this in their standby phase. Disturbance Strategy shuffles their hand into their deck. It resolves as much as possible, and then they have nothing because they can't draw. Hmm. So that's out of the sideboard. Chimera now has access to the Reincarnation Hand Loop. Um, it's not it, like it loses to stuff, obviously. Like if you ash the Disturbance Strategy, then it's like cool, but uh, something to keep in mind. Anyway, that's my yeah. that's my pickup slash Age of Overlord hype spiel. <laughs> I actually also went to my Age of Overlord premiere event. Um, 
I guess I can show what I came away with. Uh, here, I'll stand up and I'll grab it. That's true. Uh, it, while Sonny is looking for his uh, Age of Overlord cards. Um, I don't need to look it up. I didn't really get any Age of Overlord cards. I got bulk boxes. <laughs> I went to the store and I got I got boxes to store all my bulk. That's what I'm talking about right there. Oh wait, I That's can do a better one. That's what I'm talking one. about. I need to I need to pick up some of those honestly. They're th that would improve my situation immensely. While I was there, I also got two One Piece starter decks. Ooh, he's out here to learn, folks. And some singles. I got some singles also. I was told though that I can buy these two starter decks. The four singles that I got, which I think are Otama, and I could also get, I need to get four copies of Zoro. So if anybody knows where I can get the Zoro, that's like $12. I need four copies. <laughs> and with just that, I have an extremely like meta competitive deck, like a very, like very good meta deck. <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not, but that's what I've been told. Well, and I'm willing to go with it in the interest of playing the game, but I cannot play the game if I'm like, at least pretending to be competitive. If I have to at least pretend that I'm being competitive to actually like enjoy a game, unfortunately. Fair enough. Uh, prepare for Sonny to finally fulfill his destiny as uh, somebody playing the uh, the One Piece card game. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. We're, that's happening, bud. Mm -hmm. You can't. Nobody can stop me. All right. What was your uh, What was the first topic of the day? The OTS Pack Twenty Four. Mm, absolutely. Take us away. Sure, absolutely. So, OTS Pack 24 was announced, which we don't even have OTS Pack 23 yet, but we know that we're getting OTS 24. Uh, the, there's three new Ultimate Rare cards, as always, that are available in this set. Uh, these are not for sale packs. They are for OTS tournaments only, which you can find at your local OTS store, and you can find your local OTS store on the Konami website. Please be sure to check out your local OTS store and support your local shop first. So, you can, uh, there's, two, let's see, uh, yeah. Three new ultimate rares, including the sturdy Link 1 monster, Rock of the Vanquisher. The Vanquisher old theme debuted in Wild Survivors, and now you can prepare for combat in style. Once you get your hands on the new cards for Vanquish Soul that you can find in Age of Overlord, you won't want to miss your chance to get this majestic monster as a stunning ultimate rare. Get ready to bling out your deck and collect all the new OTS ultimate rares in OTS Tournament Pack 24. So set size is set at 27 right now, so probably three ultimate rares, uh, seven eight supers, supers seven, eight. eight. Is it eight supers? Probably eight. Okay, sir. Seven, eight, and then sixteen commons. One of which will probably be a uh, a token. So, or no, one of the supers will be a token. And one of which will so. hopefully be a substitute. <laughs> Please, please, Konami, I'm begging you. <laughs> also, not only substitute. Please give me XX Saber Hyunlei. Mm, Please, I'm begging that you. Really we need badly. Hyunlei. Even like a super Hyunlei would be sick. An ulti Hyunlei would be insane. There, it's already it's already a thing, actually. Hyunlei oh, originally ulti came is already as an ulti. Okay, super. Yeah, ulti. its original printing was actually ulti. Well, I mean, original printing was ultra ulti. Uh, and every printing since, oh, there haven't been any since. So <laughs> it's only one printing. What do you think of uh, Rock of the Vanquishers a pick? I think it is. I think it is okay because. If I recall correctly, this is the the Vanquish Soul that missed out on getting a Collector's. So, giving it a high rarity option is good for the crazy people who want to absolutely max out this deck. A uh, shout out to Logan of Crush Cards, who was extremely happy when this got revealed. Uh, I think this probably means that we're getting this OTS round is going to be like a, a slew of archetypal cards. They do this every now and then, and I think it's good that they do it every now and then. But yeah. Rock also, I don't see this being very expensive at all. Like, Rock of the Vanquisher has already gone down quite a bit, but we're seeing Per Lily ulties at, like, $20. So, I think yeah, it won't be super crazy. So, for people who want to bling out, this could even, like, because it's not going to be that expensive, I could see it driving down the price of regular Rock in, like, a significant way. Um, so, I think that's we'll pretty much exactly what's going to happen. Because if you look at regular Per Lily, it's probably... Well, it was a common before, I guess. So, I guess that doesn't yeah. really matter. What do you even so? I just don't. I I think that Rocket the Vanquisher is a very worthy pick 
but at the same time it's just they've already got a lot of i personally <laughs> well it's not even that i i like it when they take a deck that's already very shiny and make it shinier i like that i think that that is a generally good thing that i'm okay with at the same time i also like it when we get a card that should have been high rarity long ago and isn't yet a great example would be we have it as a secret we have it as a gold rare i guess and another secret i would like to see i would like to see access code talkers and ulti I which i that. know is not really what i said i said low rarity yeah. but it has a um, it has a starlight so an ulti could be cool um yeah i guess it does have a starlight everybody forgets Apalusa. about Everybody forgets about the starlights from that set. Uh, as always, uh, Ash Blossom when. Although to be fair, Ash is in the uh, rarity say, collection. We're actually getting that. Yeah, so it needs to. If I'm thinking of stuff that's not in the rarity collection, as always, Konami. Ultimate Conductor Tyranno. It's in the name. I am begging you, please. Uh, someday. <laughs> it's not a good pick. It's what I want. <laughs> uh, I love that. It's not a good pick. It's just the one that I want. That's just the one that I want. Um, so I guess... Yeah, I I like this. Is it Outside of Rock of the Vanquisher, is there one that you're just like, this needs to be done in an OTS? Like, even an archetypal card that you think would make a lot of sense. I, does Visas have one? Visas has a Starlight. Uh, Visas Starfrost has a Starlight Rare. I... Okay, well, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, so if you look at like stuff that's in the meta that doesn't have high rarity printing that could use an ulti. Uh I feel like an ulti unchained card of some kind would be really nice. Um if we're looking at something archetypal that's like being played, an ulti unchained soul of rage. Although to be fair, rage I would maybe prefer as a super or a common because that card needs a reprint. Um, I was about to say, actually, uh, Abomination's Prison. Prison would be nice. A, yeah. Prison would be really nice. Like that as a super. Or super would. I be was good. gonna say as a super. I mean, I mean, yeah. the non, the non, soup, the non, uh, the the original printings are like twenty five to thirty dollars. Yeah. It's so. it's kind of weird because there's not a lot of stuff right now that doesn't have like a quarter century. If we're looking at newer decks, and there's not a lot yeah. of stuff that doesn't have like. Um, gosh, it's like it's like actually difficult. Uh, I'm I'm struggling a bit. Uh, uh, if I think of something, I'll bring yeah. it up later. But it's it's shockingly they've actually they've been doing pretty well at giving stuff the treatment <laughs> for for doing well. Yeah, I mean uh, I can't complain. Yep. I guess so. uh, do we want to cover the master jewel? master jewel news? Yeah, I'll I can. Uh, yeah, sure. I can hop on this one. So there's now uh, the biggest news here is that th th there's a bunch of other Master Duel stuff that has happened. Uh, Arise Heart is now in the game, uh, and it's not even the best deck because they pre-hit uh, the deck. Um, Planet is at one, uh, Fenrir is at two, Prosperity is at one. Uh, so the deck has a, quite a lot of uh, pre-hits already, and it's it's good, but it's not the best deck. Uh, Pearly is probably the best deck. The Master Circuit series happened. Uh, Blackwing made top 16. Go watch the VOD. Specifically, the top 8 match is Ryan Yu on uh, Labyrinth versus um, Karibo. Uh, I don't know who Karibo is. They won the tournament playing 60 card branded, where branded fusion is limited to 1. Uh, and they swept everybody the whole tournament. So, Master Duel is kind of an wow. exciting place to be right now. <laughs> um and you can now qualify for Worlds uh, through Master Duel, not just at the Worlds qualifiers. So they announced that... Um, so firstly, the October 2023 Duelist Cup will be held from October 17th to October 30th, with a second stage starting on October 27th. Importantly, I believe that is tomorrow. Uh, or today, actually, when this episode airs. So the Duelist Cup first stage is starting. Um, this is the start of the 2024 season to qualify for the World Championship Finals. There are three methods to qualify this season. Uh, there are a few details that they're still working yeah, tomorrow's out. Tomorrow's October. Oh, first couple will be October 17th. I thought it was thing in 27th. I'm sorry, oh. I cut you off for 
or bad information go ahead nope you're good i am always happy anytime i get to up the sunny misinformation counter by one uh yeah, <laughs> and the interruption counter, so. i i think i have done more interruption counters on you today <laughs> than you have to yeah. me I, I, yeah that's that's maybe gonna, you know what? maybe today but not lifetime tonight i'm going back through the vod and i'm counting it you're going to see it on screen right here uh the <laughs> the second the second method is to be one of the top ranking players. Oh, actually, I just skipped over the first one. The first method to qualify is by being the top players of the world WCQ. So that's the thing that Joshua Schmidt did live on stream. If you want to play for 72 hours straight, good luck. Uh, the second method is to be one of the top ranking players of the second stage of the Duelist Cup that will be held three times through the season, including this cup that is happening now. Uh, the winners of those will also be leading a team. Uh, so this means that they're likely expanding the pool of teams that will be playing. I suspect we'll probably see uh, 32 teams instead of 16. Uh, and then the third method is by being one of the high-ranking players in terms of season points. The season points is a new system that will be awarded to the top-ranking players in both the second stage of the Duelist Cups and the World Championship qualifiers. They're awarded to individuals, but the rankings will be based on the total points of the three team members. The top team after the WCQ will receive the invite to the World Championship Finals. So the points will reset at the end of the World Championship. So after Worlds happens, your points are gone. But what they're saying is that there's now going to be a point system for rated. And it's not a ranked ladder, but it's kind of a ranked ladder, which is something we've been asking for for a long time. So if this turns out to be like a ranked ladder system, I think it's going to be huge for what the game is going to do online uh, and how seriously people are going to take it. Um, yeah, I agree. And the other major piece of news... Oh, and, uh, the other thing is that they don't overlap, so you can't, like, if you qualify for one, you don't qualify for both, and snag a qualifier from someone else, they just go down the list. The other piece of news is that Snipe Hunters, uh, which is Joshua Schmidt, Quantal Think, and Emery, uh, both automatically qualify for Next Worlds, so they get the opportunity to defend their title, which I think rocks. <laughs> hmm. Any any thoughts yeah, about qualifying? Uh... I think auto qualification for the previous winner is just it's not something that people discuss that often because nobody it's never a thing that is done but dude especially a master duel where it's such an unhealthy grind for the qualifier that is such an underrated thing is to to be able to just say no no i'm i don't need to like unhealthily grind i'm already there when We've talked about this before. So that first method of the, being the top top player in the world championship qualifier, dude, it's it's such a terrible, terrible way. And I think they heard a lot of the backlash, and that's why they added other methods. That if people are like, yeah, I don't want to commit everything to one long weekend of nonstop master duel. I just want to do this the other way through the duelist cup october you know 17th to 30th and the second stage in october 27th right i think that i think that adding that is their way of saying yeah maybe last time we didn't do a great job but now yeah. we are a little bit more experienced and we know how to properly like a better way to go about choosing the world championship competitors yep the uh the the bit with the 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 second stage as well is that it's i believe i may be wrong about this this might be misinformation counter it's longer than three days the time period that you can play so people don't have well it's like make no mistake it is still a grind it's not like you're gonna waltz your way into worlds uh not how that works all of the good players will be doing this all of the best players will be doing this but yeah um but you don't have to like be awake for 72 hours to even have a sniff they're, like you can space it out more um it seems and plus it seems like if the cumulative one is is a thing then that means even more people can be smart about the time that they spend instead of just like mindlessly waiting to see if their max c resolves um you <laughs> you've got a lot of different options yeah. so i'm happy about this i think it's great yeah i think it's 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 a w i think so speaking of w's right. uh you want to read your support cards <laughs> yes yes i do uh i know i'm sure many of you were shocked that these were not on the last list of cards that we did they came out after and they also were not in the last episode which we already had a thing planned with the guest 
and we didn't want to cancel for gate guardian cards as exciting as it is <laughs> so the the first card is a dark guardian this is a level 12 dark warrior effect monster with 3800 attack and 3800 defense the astute of you would know that this is actually not a gate guardian card from the g from the dm era anime it's actually a gate guardian card from the gx era when para and docs came to duelist academy so 3800 attack 3800 defense this card is always treated as a gate guardian card cannot be normal summoned or set must be special summoned with dark element or from your hand or graveyard by shuffling one song of the thunder one kazijin and one suijin into the deck from among your face-up cards on the field and or in, in on the field in your hand or graveyard and or your face-up banished cards so if you already have the three pieces out somewhere you shuffle them into the deck summon this guy from your hand or the next card which we'll get to two this card oh i'm sorry um one cannot be destroyed a battle. Two, this this card, special summon with dark element, is unaffected by other monsters' effects and your opponent's activated spell effects. So, if you summon him using his his effect, he can't be sure of a battle. And if you summon him with dark element, the next card, uh, yeah, unaffected by monsters and opponent spells. Next, dark element, normal spell card. You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. One, if you have a gate guardian monster in your graveyard. Pay half your life points. Special summon one level 11 or higher gate guardian monster from your hand deck or extra deck, ignoring its summoning conditions. Two, you can banish this card from your graveyard. Add one of your Sangha, the Thunder, Suijin, or Kazijin that is a banished or in your deck to your hand. This card's insane. <laughs> I don't know how you ask First for card, better support. Not that good. <laughs> it, there, it literally doesn't exist. You can say, oh, I need target negations. Fine, I'll just get those. I, I can get three of them a turn. Oh, I need, you know, I, I need the, um, oh, shoot. Uh, I need the double spell trap negate. Okay, I'll just go get it for free. I mean, for half your life points, but like for yeah. free. And we you have to get free. a gate guardian monster in the graveyard, which is probably very doable. I don't know how I'm ever going to do that. I, I couldn't tell you. I, not especially yeah. when you've got... A, a new guy that you can just go get um all right we're gonna have to redo deck debate now <laughs> that's true we gotta remake it um so a dark guardian i think is actually kind of underrated uh, i think that just the ability to go get big towers dingus and also just to be a free guy uh it makes the otk a lot easier if you're if you play, and, and you like you're playing a lot of bricks right so like you can really. like with like the pieces and stuff so it, like you can shuffle you can oh, sign it by shuffling true. stuff from your hand uh it recycles them from banished uh the spell card however is the star of the show instant fusion for a double spell trap negate if you're playing gate guardian is ludicrous um <laughs> like honestly just for that alone uh but like the fact that it also is recovery is really sick like if you need more of the pieces to access your fusion plays um it doesn't make the deck like top tier but this gives it like a legit power win con it's playable you could you cannot convince me otherwise i believe it I, I will help you cook i believe it is possible so uh this is a deck i actually these next cards i actually ordered a core for them when they got revealed because i'm really excited to cook with these um so the ocg has come once again to save a tcg exclusive deck uh, and let's go this time not just with one card but with two we got two new goatee cards two new wonderful fish fish card i gotta say the art on these is unbelievable uh, the goatee cards just have some yes. of the best art in the game uh beautiful stuff so this is uh kilf uh haze of the goatee it's a water fish level two zero attack 1500 defense notably it is not a tuner which does matter all the other uh, level twos in goatee are tuners um, you can only use all three effects once per turn, sure. So firstly, if you control a fish monster, you can just special this card from your hand. So, nice. Uh, it's just fish support. Yep. Two, if a monster or monsters is special summoned to your opponent's field, you can target one of them and one of your banished level six or lower fish monsters. 
banish both that opponent's target and this card. And if you do, special summon the other target. So this card is SP that you can freely summon from your hand if you have a fish that also brings back one of your banished tuners. Uh, which gets That's a quick great. synchro. It's, so, it's cool. It's like an extender that is also disruption. And then three, like the other goatees, during the standby phase of the next turn after this card was banished, you can special summon this banished card. So it also just brings itself back. <laughs> the, the opponent's monster does not come back, but this fish does. Um, and then this... It's, it's crazy like the, the, this is like the standout card for sure the other card is good but it's kind of difficult to weave into combos the two is just bonkers um so the six is um Syx, uh, i couldn't tell you moonlight of the goatee it's a water fish level of hey Syx is a uh, a character from kingdom hearts 2 now oh i haven't played that game so i wouldn't know uh, <laughs> it's S-A-I-X it's a completely different spelling but it's very funny to me I believe I mean that's the theme with the goatee too right it's meant to be the fish joke so I think that works uh, yeah. level 6 2400 and 0 first and second effects are hard ones one if this card is normal or special summoned you can add a fish monster from your deck to your hand except for itself and then banish a fish monster from your hand or face of field obviously very good uh, now, notably, this card is a 6, so you might think it is tricky to access, but it's really not. Uh, 2. If this card becomes banished, you can banish one fish monster from your hand, face-up field, or graveyard, except for itself, and then special summon this card. So, the idea is any level 6 synchro now gets you to your goatee stuff. Because you make um, Arian Pus. Arian Pus banish this from deck. This card banishes either the Arian Pus or your own fish in hand. Special summons itself. And that now adds you any fish to either banish or to get as a starter. So uh, Supe uh, Duskwalker is a card that may be used to facilitate this. Um, the White Aura stuff may be used... True. The White Aura stuff may be used to facilitate it. Any free Synchro 6 in the game. Uh, people might mess with like Etelli for Psyblocker. Um, it's it, it basically opens up a section of builds. Uh, so I am personally very excited for these. <laughs> I like them a lot. Yeah, I think they're very cool. Mm -hmm. Speaking of fish, you want to grab the next one? Sure. So next we will have Fish Lamp. This is a level four fire fish synchro tuner effect monster. Boy, a low-level synchro tuner. Those never go poorly. You know, what could? What could? I wonder. Twelve hundred attack, four hundred defense. <laughs> what do I? I? I wonder what theme this could possibly be supporting. Yeah. <laughs> Materials: one tuner, one more non-tuners. You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. One. If this card is sent to the graveyard as synchro material, you can special summon two lamp tokens, which are fire fish level two zero attack zero defense. Also, you can have special monsters from the extra deck for the rest of this turn, except fish monsters. Two. If you control a fish synchro monster, you can banish this card from your graveyard then target one card on the field and destroy it. This card feels pretty solid for exactly goatee. Yep, pretty much. Uh, it's also solid for the white aura whale uh, OTK deck. Um, yeah. Obviously, being removal going second is very good. The fish lock is, uh, it, it's it's optional to summon the tokens. So I think a lot of goatee decks that want to access other parts of the extra deck will just not activate the token effect. But it's good to have it in case you need like a low roll line that just sets up all your goatee stuff. Um, and and basically like the only other piece of support that the goatee players have been wanting is of level four synchro. This is pretty darn close. <laughs> it even, it even yeah. banishes itself. <laughs> so like, I, I don't know what you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, next we have some new Gen X cards. That is true. Uh, Shoutouts to uh, our good friend Nash, uh, who has been waiting for this day his entire life. Um, so And then some. Yeah, so this is the third deck for the Terminal World sets, and importantly, the pack art that we've gotten all but confirms that the other deck is going to be Ritual Beast, uh, which is interesting. There's a slim chance it's Zephra, but it's probably Ritual Beast. Um, so Gen X is a bad deck, but they have managed I would to honestly prefer Zephra. Probably me too, but I'm Ritual. It's interesting. Ritual Beast is a deck that I think you could actually make like very good with four cards. Zephra, you probably could as well, but Ritual Beast, I think, with four really strong cards, you could make it a meta deck. Um, 
and they certainly tried with Gen X. Uh, <laughs> here, here is yeah. Uh, here is Arms of Gen X Return Zero. Notably, this is a nod to the Ally of Justice cards. Um, it is a level 10 Dark Machine Synchro with 3100 attack and 2950 defense. It's rather generic. It requires a Dark Tuner and then one or more non-tuners. Uh, one, when your opponent activates a monster effect, quick effect, you can banish one monster from your graveyard with the same attribute as that monster, but a different one than those banished cards to activate this effect of this card's name this turn. Negate that activation, and if you do, destroy that monster. If this is confusing for you, it's exactly like access code, but for monster negates. So if you banish a, if you banish a fire monster for access, you can't banish another fire. If you banish a fire monster for this synchro, you can't banish another fire. The Gen Xs are all different attributes because there's a bunch of just really bad ones. So the idea is that this is the payoff. I think it's cool. It's, it's, a, it's a boss monster. And then two, once per turn, you can target up to six of your Gen X monsters with different attributes that are banished and or in your graveyard, shuffle them into the deck, and then you can destroy up to that many cards in the spell and trap zone. So this card is Apollosa plus Heavy Storm. Uh, it seems pretty solid in a synchro. Personally, if I were to think of, wow, hmm, we're, we're, if I was making my own card, how would I do it? Uh, you know what? I would probably put Access Code Talker and... Uh, what you call it in a one card? Heavy Storm? Or Appaloosa yeah, Heavy Storm. Appaloosa Heavy Storm. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I would definitely consider it. Yeah. Now, you got the next one. This is the this is the crazy card. This is the this is the custom card. If you thought if you thought the synchro was custom, the link one is is beyond belief. It's <laughs> Oh just wait. Repair Genex controller. Mm -hmm. Link one dark machine link effect monster. 1200 attack, link arrow goes left. Material one level four or lower Gen X monster. You can only special summon repair Gen X controller once per turn. Make that, I like that. That makes sense for a link one. One, uh, if this card is link summoned, you can add one Gen X monster from your graveyard to your hand. Oh, it's just free. Got it. Two, once per chain, if a Gen X monster is added to your hand except by drawing it, you can immediately after this effect resolves normal summon one Gen X monster. Also, you cannot special summon monsters from the extract for the rest of the turn except by synchro summoning using a Gen X tuner as material. Oh, it's like really free. Got it. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you can go to YouTube to see combos. Darth Nash 6 actually has a great video on this. I might link it in the description. Um, uh, this card is unbelievable and now the deck is very fragile this is like the most impermeable card that has ever been created uh however <laughs> there are i think five or six gen x monsters that add another gen x on normal summon so this is basically an infinite conga line of guys <laughs> and uh, mo most importantly like none of them are once per turn so say you go through your entire chain once and then you just activate bonfire to go get the pyro one you can just do the whole thing again uh <laughs> so you can actually pump out some absolutely insane boards with like any gen x monster and importantly this triggers itself because when you, it's just when it's added to the hand. So if you bounce it with something, or if with, say, I don't know, Gen X Ally Birdman, or by its own just effect, yeah, or by its own effect by adding it back the graveyard, the one you normal summoned, then you basically just get an infinite conga line of doofuses. Uh, <laughs> it is. I'm down, honestly. Let Gen X be good. Make Gen X great again. This is what I'm saying. And I love that they are willing to print this type of, like, insane custom card tier support for decks that are just abysmally bad. Because, like, Gen X is not going to be a meta deck. But this gives it an actual game plan and actual power. And that, I think, is what is missing from a lot of the old decks. Yeah, I agree. Also, this is a beautiful piece of lore. Uh, in the artwork, you can see holding a flower, and it looks like a uh, controller has been merged, uh, and that is because it is merged with Gen X Spare. Uh, if you look at... Darth Nash pointed this out, too. If you look at the art of Final Gesture, you can see Spare is, like, dying, and, and Gen X Controller has, like, a flower that it's handing it. So it looks like in an attempt to spare Spare from death, Controller has fused itself with Spare and still carries the flower with it. But you can also notice in the Art of the Link monster that the flower is starting to die. Which is like, the Gen X, their theme in the lore is basically that they just suffer. <laughs> they basically just get dunked on at every given opportunity. So it's a... What an it, amazing way to describe their lore. 
it is a it's it's beautiful artwork um so next up is probably like the worst of the new cards but it does still fill a role uh it's, it's our gen x undyne uh a real gen x undyne if you want to be real about it uh level four water aqua 1700 1000 one once per turn you can banish one gen x monster from your graveyard this card gains that monster's attribute then if you banished a tuner to activate this effect you can treat this card as a tuner until the end of the turn two if you control a gen x synchro monster you can target two gen x monsters in your graveyard including this card add them to your hand and then banish any card sent to your graveyard for the rest of this turn um this does a few things like that we said um this card's not that good, and the card honestly kind of sounds amazing. <laughs> it's like there's it, a lot about these cards. It's it's like a weird combo piece, kind of. Um, it's mainly what this is meant to do. The Genex synchros are all very stupid and specific, and they require like specific attribute Genex monsters. This solves the problem by saying you don't have to play like a billion bad targets. You just have to play a few, and then this card fixes the rest. Um, Importantly, this is also an interesting extender because it also triggers the link because you're adding them to hand, but it also comes at the cost of banishing your Gen X monsters, which uh, is not really a problem because banishing the Gen X monsters turns on the synchro to blow up a bunch of spell traps. So actually, maybe this card is better than I thought, <laughs> but it's good. All right. Next card we have. Let me just make sure that. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. Argenix Turing, level two dark spellcaster tuner effect monster, 600 attack, 600 defense. You can only use the first effect of this card's name once per turn. One, during your opponent's main phase, if you control a Genix monster, quick effect, you can special summon this card from your hand. Then immediately after this effect resolves, you can synchro summon one Genix synchro monster. Two, if this card on the field is used as synchro material for a Genix monster, it can be treated as a level one or level three monster. Uh, I would like to say, note, this i don't normally read the notes caleb will always love to read the notes i don't like doing it but i like this one this card is a reference to alan turing if you did not know one of the fathers and founders of computer science it is also a reference to the turing test which is to see if machines can replicate human intelligence which was a thing that alan Turing turing invented uh he it says one of the fathers of and founders of computer he invented the computer like he he was that guy so I love this name being Turing. I think it's very cool. And yep. immense shout out to Alan Turing, who was unfortunately killed by the British government for being gay. So, yeah, man, uh, man was a Titan and it's a shame we didn't get more years of him. Uh, it is absolutely a shame. That is such an understatement. Yeah. This card also is really cool. Um, it's really, really good. Obviously having a disruption because the boards that, uh, Gen X puts up are like, uh, your usual synchro wombo combo you lose to dark ruler giving this deck hoppier squadron is a great way to be like no you can still do something uh there are only two genic synchros worth making with this the new one uh <laughs> which obviously does everything uh, and importantly this is a way to quick synchro um yeah into into the big guy the only other one worth summoning is our uh i believe is our genix locomotive or maybe locomotive our genix uh it's snatch deal so if you summon it, you just take an opponent's monster. So, though, but the other Gen X synchros don't do anything on your opponent's turn. So those are really the only ones that have reasonable triggers. So it wouldn't surprise yeah. me if they get like a random one-off synchro later to make use of this. But for four cards, yeah. they took a deck that was entirely unplayable into a deck that does do something. <laughs> like, and boy, does it do some things. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of stuff in here. Some of the combos that I've seen people doing with these new cards are legitimately like fear-inducing. There is some. I, I mean, there's some genuinely terrifying stuff. <laughs> it's like the big guy, which is in theory a bunch of monster negates, unless you're playing like a mono attribute deck, uh, and then your usual slew of synchro dinguses, and then quick synchro into snatch steel from the hand. Uh, yeah honestly it's a good board it's just it dies to absolutely any form of valor or imperm on the link one <laughs> yeah so well i am going to be honest with you skyhawk mm -hmm. i hate to do this because i feel like a not great coast because i know we still have about four more cards to cover 
but we, we can catch up i i am absolutely exhausted i, I can tell um, let's read yeah read the patron names let's get let's get cracking i i was gonna say i know that i know that the page that some people are gonna be upset that we're cutting the episode kind of short but no y'all i have not stopped working in the last y'all do not understand weeks, the week so. that this guy has had get 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 read the patron names we're getting out of here okay yeah i promise we'll treat you to a full episode next time but uh thank you all of course to our wonderful patrons so thank you to always second Zyphorus, big sneaky blood is best copium ding dongs hostess of the angzing give me that harassi konami hgh cyber i used to play rogue but then my mom got a job john leo mountain man oval spaghetti owen alvarado pistol place pendulum silver hope tiny earth cat understanding and reading are two different things virtually saviors world welcome hosts of the top cut podcast flew under ease and trouble sunny <laughs> <laughs> i like that that's funny that's good. That's what do you well call done. a magic owl? Houdini, wind up carriers, infidel, maity, Aaron Gardner, Alexander Chand, Asami, Ashless Chaps, Atsuyo, Simp of the Silver Castle, Blackwing, Silver in the Ascent is the best floodgate. Boxwine, come on and get your game one. Dragon Maidenless Behavior. I'm about to Rika Glamour Tribute for Costi's Plant Nuts in your mouth. Level four Fire Warrior Gaming. Little stinky. Ooh, we got a we got a change up. Lama Yama Cam Sarama, Maxi Packer Nishi, Old Man Red, Pinko One Four Three, and Ring Ting Ping Chicka Chicka Pow Pow. I don't. I don't know if that's a reference to something. I don't. I genuinely don't know. I could not tell you. <laughs> Me either. I don't know. I might be missing something with that one. I'm I, out. I'm out too. Listen again. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Um, thank you all for the seriously immense amount of support through the affiliate links and things of that sort. I know that right now I seem like really low energy. I'm just extremely exhausted, but. Um, it has led to wonderful things and it will continue to lead to wonderful things and i genuinely appreciate all the support that we've gotten it has been amazing um and before we go i do want to give everyone the sneak peek of the uh the pc which Ooh. i don't want everybody to see my empty dish bowl from dinner but shiny yeah, yeah. very nice so yeah oh well but you know one, one day at a time, one thing at a time. Uh, now the camera's never going to sit right yeah. again. And uh, I do actually, I do have a card pun before we go. Uh, if any of y'all throw any shade to Sunny for ending the episode early, uh, you suck. And this uh, Shino Baron Shade Peacock from the new set, uh, <laughs> Age of Overlord. Goodbye. It's time for me to go be a dust walker. Ooh, that's really good. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.